Hi everyone, it's Jack here from Esports Live. Sorry to crash the podcast. A quick thank you to you all for all your support so far. We hope you like what you're hearing, even if our advice is absolute nonsense. Make sure you subscribe to our video cast on YouTube and Twitch channels, as well as follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Or if you prefer the podcast, subscribe on Spotify and Apple. Search Esports Live now on any of the platforms to get involved. We've got some exciting things happening in the background. Get ready for the Euros and the Fantasy Premier League season 21-22. Get involved now, don't miss out and enjoy the podcast. Fantasy managers, welcome to you around the world. You are listening to the podcast and welcome back to another edition of FBL Addicts and Esports Live. Fantasy weekly video cast and podcast and one utterly bonkers week it has been for football. There has been so, so much to talk about, but we will keep it just to FBL as much as we can this week, as we know that's what you're here for. And we've got two of the usual culprits with me today. We've got Jack from Esports Live. How are you doing, mate? Very good, mate. I can't believe this week. What a crazy week. I nearly launched the uh, Super League Fantasy League <laughs> this week. <laughs> I, uh, I did make that joke to Ollie midweek. I said, are we going to have to move over to Super League or what's going to happen with this? Oh, it was in- insane, insane starts of the week. Uh, all that news coming out. Um, but luckily, the football fans um, got what we wanted. It, we prevailed. We got through and uh, football is back. It was uh, it was nice to see football fans agree on something for once. And we'll move on to you now, Statman Dave. And it's really nice to have you back on again. I think this is the third or fourth week on the dot that you've been on. So how are you doing, mate? Yeah, doing all right. The super sub when uh, when the other guys are away, <laughs> Statman Dave comes to play. I think you might have been uh, earning yourself a regular on this podcast so far, mate. You know, Ollie and Matt have been absent a little bit, so uh, maybe you've secured one of their positions and you'll get a little pay rise soon, but we'll have to see about <laughs> that. And we, uh, we will move on now to the FPL side of things, as mentioned, and we will start off by just going through three shock results. So the first one, which I don't think many people saw coming, other than maybe Ollie, who did mention to me earlier in the week that he thought Newcastle were going to beat West Ham. As he stated, you always beat West Ham, and I told him he was an idiot. But he was right. We ended up prevailing 3-2 at St. James's Park with goals from Joe Willock, Joel Linton, and own goal from Issa Diop, which wasn't couldn't... Uh, West Ham couldn't equalise through Jesse Lingard in the 80th minute and Issa Diop also scored down the other end. Craig Dawson got himself sent off early into the first half as well. And that was a uh, it was a pretty pretty bonkers game, lads. I won't lie to you. But, um, you know, we've got a, a resident Man United fan on the show now as well. So I'm sure he'll be more than happy to discuss Manchester United Burnley. Yeah, listen, to be fair, just before we touch on to uh, the best team in the world, United, I'm just going to go back to Newcastle. Like, that, how was your feeling after that when that... When that obviously they got the third goal with Willock, and obviously I know you went a bit crazy in the WhatsApp, but surely that wasn't uh, justified in there. Were you, were you, you know, share a hand through the living room, running round, or what? Started sprinting around the house, mate, celebrating. <laughs> it was uh, it was quite a crazy game because you know obviously two 0 up, you think it's coasting yeah. against ten men, and then. 2-2 and you see that third goal go in and you thought that was it, that was it. So uh, I was really, really happy, mate. Yeah, it was intense for the neutrals for sure. I think obviously when it um. When we were chatting on the WhatsApp group, we were going, "Oh, Lingard all over it for a, you know, for a goal to make it two-two, and it was a bit of nail-biting stuff on it." And you were screaming for Bruce to make that change, and within what it was, eighty seconds, Willick scored. Yeah, was it? yeah. I think uh, Kevin Friend must have just had Jesse Lingard and his fantasy team wanted to give him a, a goal for the week, but uh, yeah, no, really good result for Newcastle, and it sort of thwarts West Ham's top four hopes. But uh, we'll have to see how that pans out for the end of the season. Yeah, cracking result for them, and now moving back onto uh, where you know the 
the business end of the of the league where we're United are chasing top position. We've got a great great result. That Burnley's always obviously a tricky one, as you boys know. Um, always difficult to to play against, but. You know, with um, I think obviously Greenwood playing up top was nice and fresh because he's 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 so he's he's a he's a lovely player Greenwood and they play him up top and rotate around the team in there and Cavani getting getting on the goals as well. Um, it was nice nice to get a few few uh, goal scores on there and even Donny got a bit a few minutes and getting the assist so I was cracking. Um, but yeah, United are always looking good in that second half as well. Always like to uh, make it a bit dodgy in the first half and but didn't look. Didn't look brilliant, but then a uh, second half later looks a lot better. And Greenwood's one one to look out for now. Yeah, he definitely is. Obviously, he's a midfielder in FPL, so he's definitely one that's going to be on a few people's radars. We would imagine, but a really good result for Man United. Then I'm sure Jack will be just as thrilled as so, I was. What, with what, that do, you, what do you reckon with the? Uh, do you reckon we can uh, get down the uh, next of City or not? What do you reckon? I don't know, mate. I think it might be too late. They're not looking as good and, you know, they'll start rotating now. But, you know, you both got European competitions that you're probably, well, we assume you're going to be allowed back into now. I'm, I'm assuming yeah, that's the way it's going to work. I don't think they won't let you back in. So we'll just have to see. I mean, anything's possible, isn't it? But uh, I personally think it'll probably be a bit too late for you lot, unfortunately. So uh, no, no title charge. All right, mate. Well, good luck on the other end with the uh, relegation battle. Yeah, well, uh, we'll just have to see how it pans out for both of us <laughs> at the end of the season. And we'll move on to you now, Statman Dave, and you're going to dissect Leicester City 3, West Brom 0. An utterly dominant performance from the Foxes. Yeah, look, I suppose it wasn't a surprise that Leicester got up, but obviously 3-0 was probably more than most expected. And we had Vardy find some form. He's been a bit missing the last few weeks. and uh, But no surprises with Alejandro uh, scoring, Alejandro. Uh, and then, but the uh, Evans, 1.3% ownership with the with the goal from defence. So if you're one of the lucky people to have him, then that's a big 15-point windfall with the three bonus points. So, um, yeah, very good win for Leicester. Hey, a new strike for that, Alejandro and uh, Nacho and Vardy up top. Uh, we'll have to add that to the long it, list. That was, a, that was a guru special. A guru special, <laughs> that one. <laughs> but Kalechi was uh, Kalechi's been banging him in, hasn't he? He's, he's on absolute fire. Yeah, he's, he's been been brilliant the past couple of weeks. He's helped out a lot of fantasy managers for sure. And we'll uh, we'll stay on the topic of, of Johnny Evans, as you said, Statman Dave, and he's won a part of my uh, my shocks of the week. So he obviously got a goal, a clean sheet and three bonus, which gave him 15 points this week. And as you said, 1.3% ownership. If you had him in your team, you're definitely going to be shooting up the mini leagues. And, uh, you know, if you had him, you definitely got rewarded for that. And uh, secondly, we've also got another man that Jack was talking about, Mason Greenwood. Two goals from uh, up top. He's a midfielder in FPL, so he gets the five points for the goals as opposed to four. So he got 15 points as well after getting three bonus. And then equally to both of those scores with 15 points was my third shock of the week, which was Gilfie Sigurdsson, who got two goals and three bonus points, which also gave him 15 points. And uh, the average this week was 47 points and the highest was 120. And uh, I think it's safe to say, Jack, that our, our Harry Kane shout sort of paid off in the end. It was better than going with Son, I think. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy about that. And I'm sure you are as well, mate. Yeah, absolutely buzzing. I think uh, Statman had him as well. Uh, I think it was us three who had him as a triple captain this it week. Was, wasn't it? Um, so mm-hmm. I think that's why we all got invited back onto the uh, the, the VOD this week because we all had him as triple captain because the other two don't know what they're on about, do they? They mustn't do, mate. They must. That's why they've not come on today. They're not. They're not missing it because they've got work or whatever. It's because they didn't, <laughs> they didn't triple captain Harry Kane. That's why. I know they they pulled the trigger on it too early. The triple captain wildcard. 
I think so, mate. I think so. And we'll just have to see how that pans out for them towards the end of the season. But what we'll do now is we'll move on to our teams and review them. So we'll start with myself. And as we just mentioned, triple captain played 67 points, 20 points above the average. Mendy didn't even start this week, lads. It's been an absolute mare since he's been in my team. He, they, they kept the clean sheet, Chelsea, but he didn't play. It was Kepa who was the preferred man over him. And then the defence really didn't contribute much to my team this week with the one point in total. John Stones with the minus two, Diaz with two and Dallas with one. Son, who uh, gave me a restless night on Friday before that Spurs-Everton game, stuck as my vice-captain, got me 12 points. Then Lingard with the seven after his goal against Newcastle. Fernandez with another blank, unfortunately. Salah with a blank. Kane, who I stuck the armband on. Ian Atcho with six and then Bamford with two. And then if we look over to my bench, Smith Rowe was the only person who was doing anything of any sorts, which uh, capped off my game week, giving me uh, 67 points. Lad. So I wasn't too disappointed with that one at all in a week, you know, 20 above the average for most weeks. People will usually take that one and we'll, uh, we'll move on to Jack's team now if it will load for me, which I'm not too sure if it's going to do so. Not having a moment in there, is it? But the, um, yeah, listen, L, great score in there, mate. And, you know, you, you've been performing pretty consistent. I think uh, 60 to 70 scores, um, you know, more the higher end of the point of the point scoring this, this week. Yeah, mate. Just, let's have just have a quick look at yours for a minute then. 78 points. Definitely didn't see that this week. So uh, what went right for you this week, mate? Yeah, obviously the Kane triple captain shout went well and Son delivering when uh, in Kane's absence in those couple of games. Um, actually, a 15 on the bench as well with my Brighton assets. Oh, if you wow. scroll down there, yeah. <laughs> so I had a, had a bit of a, a nightmare there in terms of, I didn't see Chelsea uh, only drawing nil-nil with Brighton. I didn't see Brighton coming away with that nil-nil, but they um, stepped up well and I didn't take any hits for the first time this, this time. So I brought a Cody in. Um, and he he obviously delivered with a you know the seven points there with their win. It was a toss up between him and Saiz um, for the for Wolves. Um, I think Saiz got eight in there. So yeah, Cody delivering with seven still not bad. Um, and uh, Kalechi for Leicester getting the six points. Um, so that was, that was cracking this morning. Versus, you know for Leicester versus West Brom. I didn't see Vardy. I didn't know. I didn't realise Vardy might get up there. But um, yeah, Kalechi doing delivering the goods got me got me right up there. So happy days. Happy with the seventy eight for sure. Yeah, and another man who I'm pretty sure it was the, the trio again, lads, that was happy with Ian Acho and Kane this week is Statman Dave, who's got 72 points as well. Another score in the 70s, which is just brilliant for this week, who also had Kane and Ian Acho. So uh, what went right with you this week, Statman? Well, obviously the triple captaining of Kane, that was half my points for the week. A um, couple of hits uh, with uh, Alexander Arnold and Lingard as well. Um, a few other contributors, but they were the main three really. Yeah, Trent Alexander-Arnold is one of the most transferred in players for this week. I checked it just before and he's becoming quite the hot prospect as the season winds down. Liverpool's fixtures, if we just take a quick look at them right now, look look at that green. They've got one, two, three, four, five green fixtures and then a nice easy one at uh, Old Trafford against Man United. So you'd expect a fair few points from Trent Alexander-Arnold there. And a lot of people will be getting him in their team this week. And in their absence now, we'll move on to Ollie and Matt's teams. Ollie got a little bit worse than us this week with 57 points. And just look at that, Jack. He's got quite unlucky with his two of his defenders there getting sent off this week. Dawson and Stones. Dawson with the minus three, Stones with the minus two. And that sort of uh, hindered his week this week for sure. 
Uh, I don't think uh, Ollie will expect anything less from us. But yeah, listen, it's good that he got lower points. It means we, everyone else can catch <laughs> up and, uh, you know, Elliot can steam ahead a little bit further. But it's, uh, yeah, listen, he did get unlucky there. You know, Stones has been so good all season, hasn't he? And, you know, that, that knee-high tackle he did, oh, yeah, listen, I think he probably deserved to get sent off with that one. Um, so, uh, I think he, need, he needed a bad run again. Well, a bad game this season, Stones. He's been too good, hasn't he? Um, and then obviously because he, I think Ollie's already used his triple captain, so I know he captained Kane in there, so he, he lost out on those twelve extra points, which would have took him up to the high sixties. Um, and yeah, he's probably a bit unfortunate, but listen, well deserved. <laughs> the way the cookie crumbles sometimes in FPL, it can be an absolutely cruel game. And we'll move on to Matt's team now quickly as well, who didn't have the best of weeks. All above the average this week, though, lads. So we can take that trophy home for every single one of us. Matt with 53 points, six points above the average. He had Martinez, Kufal with four. Son, who actually went with Son as his captain in the end, which uh, was... I mean, fair enough to him. He went for the differential and, uh, you know, it didn't really have much effect at all in the end that, you know, it was a big toss up between Kane and Son. And in the end, it really just didn't, uh, didn't really affect us at all, did it? So, uh, yeah, he was another one that had stones as well. And everyone, I think a lot of people had stones this week. So, uh, yeah, they, they all got quite unlucky there. And Diaz, you know, Man City haven't kept a, a, a lot of clean sheets. They were doing it earlier on in the season. They've sort of struggled a little bit. But uh, I want to talk about Daniel Podence here, uh, Dave. You know, he's a differential. You've had him in your draft team a fair bit this season, haven't you, I believe? Or is it Neto that you've had? And, you know, he's definitely not a bad shot with Wolves' favourable run of fixtures coming up. Uh, yeah, look, I've had them in the team at various points during the season. They've sort of been traded in and out a little bit. Um, they haven't really, I haven't really stuck with them too too much. Um, they've sort of been commodities that I've sort of ditched after a couple of weeks. So depending on fixtures. Yeah, definitely not bad shout at all for Wolves. Good run of fixtures coming up. But that concludes our five teams for the week. And that is how we went. Oh. Looks like uh, Elliot didn't fancy finishing off the podcast there. <laughs> so uh, Elliot's just jumped off. I'm sure he'll join us back on in uh, very shortly. Um, yeah, oh, here we go. Where is he? There he is. Do you fancy the internet? Take a t- quick the, toilet break then, did you, Elle? The internet's ducked out, lads. The internet's ducked out. I am back. <laughs> what I was trying to say before the internet cut me off is we'll move on to our transfers for the week. And the reason that we're going to do our own little section for this is because I've decided that I'm going to play my wild card this week. <laughs> There's not there's not many not many games left in the season, lads, and I think it's the time to play it this week so I can field a full team, a full eleven for this week. So this is what it's going to be: Diaz, Son, and Kane, and Schmeichel all on the bench. Sanchez, who I brought in this week, Kabak, who I brought in this week, Dallas, Castagna, who I brought in this week, Ait Nuri, who I brought in this week. Lingard, Greenwood, who I've also brought in this week, Jack Harrison, who I brought in this week, Salah as the captain, Bamford, and then Lord Ianacho up top. So, uh, what do we what do we think of that, Jack? What do we think of a couple of transfers in there? Not as many as I'd like to be making, but uh, I definitely think it's worthwhile wildcarding. Yeah, mate. I think um, obviously you've got Leicester assets in there, which is great because they've got a good run of fixtures. Wolves got a good run of fixtures. Um, you know, you've got where? How much is Quebec? Is he quite? Is, he's pretty cheap, right? It's five million, I believe, mate. It's five mil, right? Okay. Um, and yeah, listen, he's a good shout. And then uh, you've got obviously the uh, the Leeds triple up there. What you know? What are they looking like for the next? Obviously, you got United next. So, um, did you fancy that? Did you? Or is it is for a future for the remaining uh, weeks? 
Uh, I'll give you a look now, mate. It's definitely for the uh, the remaining weeks. Because after Man United, they've only got Brighton away, Tottenham at home, and then yeah. three nice green fixtures in oh, a row got, just no, to yeah, wind down got the nice season. Finish, yeah. They've got a nice yeah. finish. Who's who's on your bench at the moment? You got your Tottenham assets. Obviously, they've got they'll probably have a, a they've obviously got a blank this week with your City assets, um, which is nice. You've got a nice squad going on. You've got a good bit of depth and going into the season. I don't know about the uh, the Leeds triple up for this week, but you know you've got no you know choice in terms of that because you're you're looking ahead. Yeah, I looked at um at Jared Bowen instead of Jack Harrison, but I just didn't fancy it this week. I think I do fancy Leeds to score. At least one against you lot. So I'm hoping that it can be a Bamford goal and a Jack Harrison assist. But I do obviously favour the Red Devils to come away with the three points from Ellen Road there. But um, no, in general, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the team there. And uh, that's how I'll be going into a game week 33 with my team. Statman, are you making any moves this week? We obviously heard that you made four transfers last week, I think it was. So are you uh, doing anything? Are you going to do the, uh, the infamous rollover? No, no rollovers for me. Um, as Pelaqueta out, Coleman in to just shore up the defence. Um, got a couple of injuries as well, so uh, Lacazette's going to be on the bench, um, and hopefully Kresel gets up because I don't have any spare players for this week. That's a that's a fair transfer to make, mate. I think a lot of people bought into the the Chelsea hype, including myself, and uh, tried to get a lot of their defensive assets in and everything. And it's sort of uh, crumbled a little bit for them at this stage of the season. But we'll have to see how they finish off for the rest of the season. And Jack, what about you, mate? What are you doing this week? Making any moves? Yeah, I've made some moves. I, I was telling Statman before we came on, on live, um, I've actually taken a minus eight already. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've taken my... I'm, I was looking at the fixtures and I, I think only I could only get uh, initially uh, nine nine players on the field for, for the weekend. So um, I thought well, I'll make some transfers. I actually made them very early on just to make sure I didn't lose out on any value. So I brought Salah, Jota and Watkins in. I've taken my two Spurs assets out, Kane and, Kane and Son. Um, and also, who else I've taken out? I've taken out someone else, but it means I've got a strong team obviously going into the game week, and then I'll get my Tottenham assets back in. Um, and then I think, is it going to be a double? I think, I think it's going to be obviously a double game week, week 35 they're proposing, or 36 for quite a few of the teams. Yeah, I, I believe so, man. I was, I was chatting to Ollie about that today, and we're not, we weren't too sure ourselves, but we know that there is a, a double game week coming up at some yeah. point towards the end of the season. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, so I'll definitely get them back in. It's obviously a bit of a gamble, but it's the business end of the season to try and get in these uh, these extra points, make it all happen. So I'm hoping my Liverpool assets will um, will step up this weekend, as much as I hate to say that. I was looking at Greenwood as well for United, um, but I, 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 I made these moves at the weekend, so Greenwood by then at, at that point, I didn't actually... Uh, yeah, stepped up the way he did. So <laughs> I've missed that one, but that's the gamble when you make these moves early. Yeah, and it's a, a big gamble for me. I definitely think at least getting rid of Bruno Fernandes for Mason Greenwood. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's playing in that number nine role and I'm, I'm fancying him at the minute. I'm liking the way he's playing, liking his form. So uh, I'm just hoping he can keep it up. And, you know, he's definitely should be, should be the man to start this weekend, I believe, at least over Cavani with the form that he's in. But, um, yeah, it just depends on what doesn't matter what I think, it matters what Solskjaer thinks, so it really doesn't matter to me. But uh, let's hope that Greenwood starts this week. And uh, I think that concludes the transfers for the week then, lads. So what we would do now is we will invite our guest, Chris Reed. And if anyone remembers, if you're a long-time viewer of the pod, you remember him from a couple of 
well, it had been months months ago now, I think it would have been two or three months ago now, Chris Reed was on and he's back again because he's doing really well in FPL this week. So uh, how are you doing, Chris? Not bad, thanks, Elliot. Um, yeah, it has been a while, hasn't it? Um, good to see you boys still going strong. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing okay. Still hanging in there fancy-wise. Had a good week, but it could have been better, let's be honest. That Kane triple captain... I think it, I, I was sold on that one. I was sold. But um, yeah, obviously he wasn't to play in the second game. So yeah, but overall, 73. Can't be too, you know, too displeased with that, I suppose. Yeah. No, really definitely good. not. 73 good. is a great score, mate. Really good to have you back on, mate. Um, I know you've been itching to become a permanent member and full-time member of the uh, <laughs> of, of the panel. Um, but obviously you, you took a minus eight during the week and you you love a transfer, don't you? You do love a transfer. Yeah. Do you know what? It's been, it's been so difficult because <clears throat> with these um, these city rotations and, um, you know, like there's not many striking options at the minute, you know, to, to kind of find and pick out. In, in actual has been like, he's been in form and he surprised a lot of people, I think, uh, this year. Um, obviously, he wasn't starting a lot for Leicester uh, last year and, and stuff and, He's, he's finally been given a chance to show what he's about. Um, so, like I say, it's been it's been a difficult one. Yeah, I have, I have liked the transfer. You know, the other one or two. Yeah, um, yeah. I brought the Lingard. You know, brought Lingard in, um, and then I think it was like I can't remember what I did. I, th- I think I brought Lingard in, and then or I didn't bring him in. I was going to, and then he he hit and got like two goals, and I was just like, oh, I'm going to have to bring him in. I think when I did, he didn't hit. So. It's just been the story of a few of my transfers, really. I've been just just trying to, you know, wing it a bit and get a bit lucky, maybe. That's what you need. And I just don't think my transfers have paid off as such. Um, But yeah, I've done it again. I don't know if you looked at at this week, but I've absolutely smashed it again on transfers. (laughs) I think I've made about four, to be honest. Um, But yeah, it's it's, it's a case for me now of just getting as many high points as I can. Um, even if even if I have got to obviously take a hit with it, so yeah. So, so what, 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 move, what moves have you made this week then? Well, um, I don't know if I we've can. Got you, share. We've got you. We've got your current team up at the moment. On the you screen. got it in front, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, not not with, not with the transfers, but if you um, if you talk us through anyone who's watching well, now, what moves you've made? Yeah, well, Lacazette's been taken out. That's uh, that's I think that was obvious. <laughs> that one, he's gone. Um, I've kept Kane. Because uh, I think he'll be back soon, unless he gets another another knock on Sunday uh, if he plays against City in the final. Um, but I've kept Kane. Uh, I've put in uh, Watkins. Um, I was tempted to put JB Bardi in because I think even though he's he's not been sort of in the same form that he can be. Um, obviously, last night he did some bits for for Leicester and he played quite well. So I was tempted by that, but I went with Watkins just because I looked at Villa's fixtures. I thought they looked quite good. Um, and then I've also put in Fernandez, <laughs> Salah, um, and another surprising one probably is Sigurdsson. Um, but I've kind yeah. of, yeah, it's kind of double jeopardy in a way because I've got Leno in net, and obviously Arsenal play uh, Everton tonight. So I'm like, come on, Sigurdsson, do the business. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. So we didn't think that one through, but um, I've just tried to kind of try to pick someone a bit different. Um, so that's that's my four transfers. I think of Watkins, Sigurdsson, uh, Salah, and Fernandez, and I think I'm probably going to captain Salah. I think a lot of people might do that one. Sorry, Elliot, about that one. By the way, I know. Uh, 
Mate, yeah. you haven't seen it from before, but my team for this week has got the armband on Salah as well. So absolutely none taken, mate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, to, be, yeah. to be fair, I, I've put the armband on Seller as well. I brought him in for KDB. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Seller's in with the armband on. What about you this week, Dave? Well, my team's called K Salah Salah, but he hasn't been in my team since round five. So, I certainly can't <laughs> put him in. <laughs> um, I think, uh, who did I say? I, I think I mentioned before we came on air who I was going to captain. It was going to be, I've had Lingard for the last couple of weeks, but I think I'm going to yep. captain uh, Ian Archer. He's, he's got yep. the. Uh, He's got the game against Crystal Palace, so hopefully he hits. That's a great shout yeah, nice. to be fair. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people will be following you in your footsteps. If it wasn't Salah for me, it was Ian Acho, so he's going to be my vice-captain for the week. And um, yeah, we'll just go back to that, that Lacazette uh, transfer that you made there, Chris. Did you bring him in before last week in all the hype of him scoring because he scored in the Europa League and everything like that? Did you bring him in just for this week? Um, no, so he has he has been in. I've actually had um, Lacazette in. Just trying to think. I think it's at least a couple of weeks. Um, had him in um, in game week thirty one, and as well as that, I think I had him in game week thirty as well. So, uh, oh no, actually, yeah. So thirty one, actually, no, yeah. I only recently put him in. Uh, he's got injured. Story of my life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just one of them. Uh, I brought him in just. You know, he's in form. Aubameyang's just out with the picture this season uh, for whatever reason. It seems like Lacazette's the man, but they are going to struggle without him. Um, and I'm, I'm going to miss him as well, to be fair, because he was doing okay. <clears throat> yeah, he was one that helped out a lot of fantasy managers for last season. But um, I guess we're calling it a guest section, but you're going to stay on for the rest of the pod, Chris. We're going to go through the guru section in a minute now. So uh, that wraps up your team review. And now in the absence of the guru, we are back and we are here for the guru section. You know, we've got we've got the draft guru himself on. We've got Jack, we've got myself, Statman and Chris. So we can certainly, certainly take the guru section for him. He's uh, he's he's a little bit sick and he's buried under with work, he says. So uh, we're sending you our regards, Matt. But uh, in the absence of himself, he's still managed to put out his differentials, his three teams and his captain picks that you can see on screen now. But if you are just listening along, he started off for his differentials with Wesley Fafana from Leicester. He's got 0.9% ownership. And um, we, we spoke about Evans before Statman, but Fafana's definitely another one that can uh, start getting you the clean sheet points and maybe a couple of goals for Leicester, do you reckon? Absolutely. Um, yeah, 0.9% ownership. He's, uh, he's certainly going to be a big differential for people if they're willing to take that chance, for sure. Yeah, and uh, the second one on his list there, as we can see, Willian Jose, who's only got the one Premier League goal to his name so far. That's probably why he's 0.4% owned. But um, Wolves, with a lot of favourable fixtures coming up, he's been given the number nine shirt to play up top this season in Jimenez's absence, Jack. So uh, what do you think he can do? Yeah, obviously he got his, his first goal last week, didn't he? Um, yeah. Against uh, against Sheffield United, it's probably been they've struggled without him and Ez, haven't they? And they've struggled with their squad and you know the rotation, the formation this season. A lot of different changes in there. But William Jose came in for a fair whack of money, probably around thirty mil, I think it was. Um, so it's about time he started scoring. And um, you know, with the fixtures that they've got, it could be a great choice and great asset to have in there as a bit of a different as the differential. 
Yeah, with the fixtures that they've got coming up, there's not really an excuse for him to not be scoring the goals. And we'll we'll jump to his fifth one now, just because I'm sure Chris would love to talk about Sadio Mane, who's 5.1% owned, which would just be absolutely crazy if you told me that at the start of the season, that Mane would have that little ownership for such a, a premium asset in Fantasy League this season. So uh, he's considered a differential, Chris. So first of all, that's quite surprising this season, as I've just mentioned. But do you think he can do it this weekend against Newcastle? Um, yeah, I agree with you completely in regards to him, you know, being a surprising differential. But um, he's, he got a goal, um, got the goal last week for us um, when we played Leeds. And, you know, he, he's looked out of form this season. He, he hasn't looked himself, but I think if he's going to do it, you know, back into the season is, is when we kind of need him to deliver the most. So um, I think he's a good shout, to be fair, sticking him in there. He's cheaper than Salah, obviously. So you know anyone that's no got not going for Salah or you haven't got the you know the extra cash for 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 Salah, Mane's not a bad shout to be fair. Yeah, and we'll go back to number four now, and he's got Joel Veltman from Brighton, who's two point two percent owned, and they've got a very very favourable fixture against bottom of the league Sheffield United this weekend, and you know you'd like to hope that Brighton would keep a clean sheet there, which is why I've gone with. Uh, Sanchez in goal for me this weekend but um, yeah it's definitely a great differential for someone looking to get some points for this weekend obviously it paid off for everyone that went with the Wolves against Sheffield United this weekend so uh, we'll see if it's a double bubble and Brighton can do the same and we'll go to number three Jack and we'll ask you once again about Mason Greenwood who's been quite the talking point on this podcast so far he's still only 4.1% owned I'm sure that will update after this week because I think he was in the top five players that are being transferred in this week as well but 4.1% owned ownership for a player of uh, the form that he's in it's got to be a bargain yeah he's definitely a bargain isn't he I mean if you if you said he's more of a differential for this season after his form last year you know you'd, you'd be buying him straight away wouldn't you but towards his latter end of the season now if he can find a bit of form continue you know bagging the goals uh, they've always said he's one of the best finishers United have seen for a long time um, you know within, within the club um, so if he can stay up stay up top as the number nine playing his favourite position get goals Happy days, you know, he's, he's going to be a bargain and stick with him for sure. Yeah, he was a, a cult hero towards the end of last season since it sort of started up again with Project Restart and he was a lot of people's third striker on their pitch considering he was low, low price last season. But he's definitely a bit more expensive this season. So that was uh, the Guru's differentials this week. And I'll move on to his teams to back. And Chris, I'll ask you once again about Liverpool and uh, you don't have to go easy on me, mate. I'm, I'm expecting a... A, a decent margin this weekend. So uh, Liverpool get at the home to Newcastle this weekend. Do you think they're going to do the business? Um, it's not well. First and foremost, I think it's not like the Guru to put Liverpool in his first, for, um, you know, <laughs> number one pick um, based on this season. So yeah, it surprised me a bit. And I think whenever whenever people have picked uh, whoever Newcastle are playing to kind of um, be a team to back. Um, Newcastle have come and then surprised us and, you know, pulled off a win or a draw or something like that. So I wouldn't be so confident on that one. I'd like to be confident, obviously, because you know, I follow Liverpool sport them. But um, and if we can get the job done quite easily, happy days. But I just I just think on this one with Newcastle being so surprising and with them fighting the relegation and stuff. Um, you, you never know with this one. You never know. I don't want to kind of fly in there with confidence and then there's you know, egg on my face and, you know, you beat us or something like that. And it can happen. So, yeah, it's it's a good choice, but just be wary. That's all I'd say. Come, come yeah. on, Chris, you're, you're absolutely killing us here, mate. Everyone's put the, the armband on Salah. We've all spent massive <laughs> to get him in. 
you're a Liverpool yeah. fan, and now you're giving Elliot Craig and Brucey a bit of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I've got to be honest. I've got to be. I think we'll, you know, I think I think we'll win comfortably, but I just think there's something in there that tells me that. <laughs> You know, I love how you just changed now. You're going to win comfortably. Yeah. Just take that one. No, Jolington, you never know with Jolington these days. He's on fire. So, four, four minutes <laughs> live so far. Jolington with like two goals in three. <laughs> so he's, uh, I'm surprised he's not in the Guru's differentials, to be honest. But we'll move on to his second team to back. And we'll, we'll go over to you, Statman Dave Brighton, who have got Sheffield United. And, you know, I think it's definitely a week to sort of look at their defensive assets, Brighton. What do you make of it? Oh, look, I think you can probably look at any position for, for Brighton this week with, with Sheffield. You know, you probably expect they're going to score some goals. So, um, you know, certainly some midfielders or forwards as well who you think might might get a goal. But, um, yeah, certainly there's some clean sheets on offer with uh, Sanchez and the defenders as well, like Duncan, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, you could pretty much look anywhere on the pitch to find some points in that game, I reckon. Yeah, Sheffield United obviously have looked pretty helpless for most of the season, so uh, it's probably a safe shout from the guru there to have Brighton on there. And we'll move on to his third team to back of the week, Jack, and it's Leicester. You know, they're firing at the minute, sort of all just clicking for, for Bren Rodgers and everything towards the end of the season. And, you know, they're sort of solidifying themselves within that sort of top four range at the minute. So it's no surprise that he's in the guru's team to back. Yeah, it's not a shock at all. Obviously, they've got a good fixture against Palace at home. Um, I think it's the first time Rodgers is now in a position where he's got two strikers who can actually score goals. You know, they've always struggled when Vardy's not been in the team. Now Vardy's been out of the team. Uh, Kalecci and Nacho, he's been, he's been bagging and then Vardy's come back in. Been a bit quiet the last couple of weeks, but then bagging uh, to this, was it, back, back, scored this morning. Um, he's now got two players on the pitch. Uh, whether he, you know, he sticks with that two up top, which he's not traditionally done, or the previous done in seasons gone by. Um, they're in a great position, aren't they, really? Yeah, it's definitely uh, one of their positions to lose, but Brendan Rodgers is known for for choking it towards the end of the season, especially in the top four range. But uh, we won't go into that too much for your sake, Chris, and we'll move on to the Good Guru's thing. captain picks. <laughs> we'll move on to his captain <laughs> picks quite quickly, and I'll just reel them off. So he's gone with Salah, who I'm sure will be a lot of people's choices for this week. And then he's got the strike partnership that we just talked about of Vardy and Iheanacho, who would both respectively be brilliant options. Fernandez, who's got that nice fixture against Leeds. Watkins, who's uh, also someone that's been transferred in quite a bit for this week. And then for his curveball, he's gone with Mason Greenwood, which I'm a big, big fan of. But that wraps up another awesome guru section, courtesy of the brains of Matt Day, the guru. And we'll move on now to the draft section of the podcast and uh, as Statman Dave said before he said he should be the Melbourne victory manager because he's six games on the dot without a win and this team are in need of a new manager as you can see we'll move on to the results of last week it was quite a uh, it's, it's definitely made a lot of changes in in the the table of the FPL Addicts Draft League. So we started off the week with Jack against Dave. And uh, as, as we mentioned, Jack has, has beaten Dave 54 to 38. So the Statman's troubles continue on a little bit longer. Ollie beat Rolando by 10 points, 47 to 37. Probably not as close as Ollie would have liked for it to be, but um, he's got the win in the end anyway. The Guru beat me by 11 points, which was uh, the highlighted game of the week, which was... Um, 
yeah, the, the Guru's assets fired and mine didn't as much, but 42 in any week isn't an awful scoring draft. And then we've had our, I think it's our second draw of the season, lads. It's, it's uh, Papa Peely and James Gaston, <laughs> both on 46 points. And I, I believe they were the ones that got the draws earlier in the season. Oh no, it was James and Rolando. So James, that's his second draw of the season, which is quite unlucky. Wow. He's relaxing there with 14 wins, 14 losses and two draws. And then Rolando and Peely, have both got a draw each as well. But we'll move on to this week of draft and it's uh, another week of good fixtures. I think it's definitely sort of me and Jack and Ollie and Matt. They're two massive, massive fixtures uh, come the end of the season. And Statman, are you backing yourself to win against Peely this week? You've got to. Yeah, well, I hope so. Like, I'm still the highest point scorer of the league and somehow I've slipped a fifth. So it's uh, <laughs> hasn't haven't had a lot of great luck with my matchups. But um, I think I've generally been performing fairly well in draft. I just keep coming up against the, the couple of teams who have hit form. So, you know, and Jack had a pretty massive score this week. So I don't think anyone was really going to beat him. Yeah, and it's that's how it is in these head-to-head leagues. It can sometimes just be the luck of the draw, the team that you're playing against on the day. As you mentioned, you've got the highest points in the league, so you've definitely not had a bad draft season. If it was a classic league, you'd be right up at the top there. But um, unfortunately, it's not, so you're not, unfortunately. Statman. <laughs> we'll, move on, we'll move on to your opinion on the week now, Jack, against me. Are you backing yourself to uh, get three points this weekend? Because you're another one that's sort of slipped down now. You're not top of the league as... As we will show now, I believe the guru is the man, the guru and Ollie. So it's first against first, against second this week. The guru and Ollie, the two heavyweights clashing, and uh, you're going to get that draft guru title taken away from you at the minute, Jack. I know. Well, to be fair, I shouldn't have a title when I've not won it before. So it's um, you know, I was always faking it to make it this season. But um, listen, we're looking good in in the season so far. I've got the. I think I had like three or four back-to-back losses, a bit like Statman Dave. Um, but obviously, he bottled it this week, so I managed to get a win there. And then this week against you, obviously, coming out of your loss, I don't know, I need to have a look at my team. I don't know if you want to get the teams up, mate, and see um, what we can, if we can look a bit further. I think uh, yeah, the top of the table clash then. is the big one. But uh, looking at that one, uh, I brought Roden in uh, for the week, but I've transferred him out already. Um He's well. I've put up a poke. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Targets coming for him. So uh, yeah, he had a good run for two games. Um, and then in midfield, I'm struggling because I've actually got Ings, Antonio, and Kane as my strikers. And now Antonio is the only one who might be fit. Um, but I don't even know if he is going to be fit or not. I think he's like a 75 percent chance at the moment. So if he's not in, then I've got no strikers, mate. So when I put it like that, I'm probably. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be getting it. I don't think the three points on the cards. Well, uh, fingers crossed. None of them are past fit for this week and they can all have a, <laughs> a well-earned a well break. And we'll go over to my team now, 42 points. And uh, I always say when when the, most of my City assets fire and play, which Cancelo and Sterling didn't this season, I usually have a good week. But um, Foden did the business. Uh, Reese James did the business. Trent, who we mentioned before, being one that a lot of people are getting in, did the business. But then after that, it wasn't really much doing in my team. So uh, we'll go over to you, Chris, after seeing those two there trusting that there isn't too much transfer activity from us both which I doubt there will be because there's not much left for this draft league who are you uh, back in to take this win out in game week 33 mate um, even though I like Jack very much it's going to have to be Elliot <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll do no, much no, strikers no. on the pitch can I 
it's yeah, it's a, it's a very very difficult one. Obviously, Jack's gonna you know he's gonna struggle with Kane and Ings both not playing. I don't think. I think they're out, aren't they? Um, with uh, because of the cup final, and then I don't think so. Yeah. If they got oh, a game, but oh, they've got no, they've no got fixture. fixture. Yeah, yeah. So it does leave you, Antonio. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to have to go for Elliot. I mean, unless Jack pulls off a master masterclass in midfield and defence, um, yeah, it's it's probably going to be the Elliot win. I think. Sorry, Jack. That's all right, mate. I brought I brought in um, Tillemans from uh, from Leicester. So if he if he uh, instead of set maximum, so if he sometimes somehow pulls a hat trick out of the bag against Crystal Palace, that'll be all right, wouldn't it? <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely for you? Definitely not for me, but um, I'm not too convinced myself that I'll win. I've got four Man City assets who all aren't going to be playing. So uh, uh, That's what you get for being greedy, yeah? Yeah, not, not sharing the city assets all year. That's what you get. I've hoarded them, I've hoarded them all season, mate. You're you not have. wrong. I've, had them, I've hoarded them from the start and uh, it's going to bite me on the proverbial behind this week, I think. So it's just going to be interesting to see how it goes. But we, we will ask um, Statman about, you know, the, the big, I'd say the biggest game of the week, Jack, as much as I'd like to call ours the biggest, I think oh. the Guru against Oli is probably the biggest of the week. So we'll have a quick look at the Guru's team, 53 points. He had Hugo Lloris. So he's also got three Spurs assets that aren't going to be playing this week and uh, two of his Man City assets that aren't going to be playing as well. So uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting one this week. We'll have a quick look over at Ollie's team as well. And then we will ask for everybody's verdict on the panel for what the game of the week is going to be. Ollie has Patricio, Wambasaka, Zuma, Tosin Adarabayo, Veltman, who was one of the Guru's oh, differentials. Look at Mares, <laughs> Bowen, and then Watkins and Vardy up top, as, as we've mentioned a lot on this podcast as well. So, you know, he's, Probably got no excuse to not win it on from here. I'm definitely going to say that I'm going to back Ollie for this week. But what are your thoughts, Statman? Uh, I think I'd agree with that. I think, um, yeah, his team's looking pretty solid. I was just looking to see who's hit the waivers this week. And uh, Maddie's got Sanchez in. He swapped Sanchez in for Leno. Um, but don't think that'll be enough to get him past Ollie, I don't think. Yeah. And what do you make of it, Jack? Oh, listen, he's got Watkins and Vardy up top. He's even got Calvert-Loon on the bench who are playing Arsenal. So, yeah, it's got to be Oli. If it's not Oli, that would be a shock of the week, mate. <laughs> we'll have to see if it is a shock of the week next week. But, uh, Chris, what do you make of that? Who are you backing, the Guru or Oli? Uh, it'll have to be a full house, yeah. I think Oli's, uh, Oli's got the, uh, the right players in at the right time, I think. So, yeah, he'll be hoping he gets a win because... He hates a loss, as we know. Um, but yeah, so we'll have to go for Ollie as well, I think. Yeah, so if, uh, I'm sure that will cheer the guru up when he's watching it back on later to see that no one's backing him in his uh, his sickness and his work troubles at the minute. So uh, we're sorry for that one, Matt, but um, we'd love to, to have a shock win from you this week. But uh, that wraps up the guru section for the week. And that is going to end another brilliant podcast for the week. We, uh, we're all really excited for game week 33. Obviously, a lot of people are getting Ian Acho and the Leicester assets in. So uh, I think I speak for all of us when I say we're hoping that him and Watkins and people like that fire. But um, may all your FPL dreams come true and take care and stay safe. Bye for now. <laughs>